Blog Talk Radio. Contra Radio Network. Preparedness Radio. With your host, John Jeffers. And good evening. I am John Jeffers, your host, founder, and executive producer. All right, tonight, tonight, tonight. It's taking Terry 48 hours to get down to the hurricane zone. In a few minutes, I'm going to try and give him a call, see if he can't reach him. Uh, I talked to him about 35 minutes ago. He was in Lake Charles. He has reported this. The Cajun Navy has decided they will not cross into Texas. They're just going to stay on their side of the state line and do what they got to do. Um, he's not sure what the reason is, but I would hazard a guess. So I will submit this for your approval. Uh, they don't want to be shot at. Just saying. It might be a reason. And I'm not saying it's not a valid reason. So, anyways, uh, we're trying to go with Terry. Uh, Tim P. has been down in Houston excuse me, at his father-in-law's house. His father-in-law passed it away, uh, I think, a couple of weeks ago or last week. He's been there since the storm uh, hit. So I've uh, been talking to Tim a little bit on Zello. That's Z-E-L-L-O.com. Contra Dawn, she hooked me up with that. We have a channel there that we're talking. I was able to talk to him on that. It's kind of like a CB radio for the... Um, uh, the computer. Yeah. It also works on your cell phone. Works on all platforms. So um, if you do happen to be on Zello sometime, you can catch us on TX and LA Crossroads Relief. That's the channel. My handle there is Contra1. Now, if you want to call in tonight, and I hope you do, our number is 516-453-453. 9389. Again, 516 453 9389. I do know that Terry spent uh, last night with uh, avid CRN listener Gary. You even posted a, they even posted a picture of uh, together there on the Facebook. And then he moved on. Now, some of you may have seen this uh, rumor going around. That FEMA is looking to hire uh, help for cleanup down there, and they're willing to pay like uh, $2,000 a week. It's a rumor. It is false. You're saying, how do I know? I'm going to tell you how I know. I know because I looked it up on the FEMA website, and they've got a little headline there that says, "Display." Uh, oh, what was it? It was debunking rumors or something like that. You go there, that's the second rumor. They're saying, no, it's not true. We are hiring. This is what we're hiring for. We're looking for what they call reservists. Those are people that are called up in time of, of an emergency or a disaster, and you do whatever uh, job that you apply to do. There you go. It's, not, uh, it's intermittent work, obviously, intermittent employment. 
That is, you know, that's not full time. They only use you for as long as they need you. Then they send you on your way. Do they pay you? I imagine they would. I imagine they do. But for those of you that are looking for something like that, there you go. No, I haven't talked to Dawn in a couple days. We did get an update from uh, Julie. Uh, I, I talked to her, well, chatted with her briefly yesterday, last time. Uh, if I was saying, John, it's Thursday night, it's not Wednesday, why are you doing the show on Thursday night? The real reason is this. For those of you that may or may not know, uh, my mother has been in ill health. In fact, I had to actually cut my... Uh, camping trip short two days and get up here. So I've been uh, assisting uh, her with her care uh, the last couple days. And yesterday was kind of a rough day. So I thought, you know what? I, I, I just can't do the show. It won't come out right and I'm not going to put garbage on. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Now, Timothy P. and Julie K. They're in live video feed on the CRN like page for Facebook, or as some of you have called it, Disgrace Book. Uh, Tim, why don't you call in, and then I want Julie to call in. Give us an update of what's going on so we can get this together, get the information out there. Um, I told Terry, uh, I did set up a, uh, a fundraiser page for Terry on Facebook, but Facebook wanted me to say, no, 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 you can't set it up for another Facebook member. You have to, you have to uh, select, you know, uh, one of these nonprofit groups. So I checked. Well, Terry's name wasn't on the nonprofit group, so I said, forget it. So I had enough of Facebook and their nonsense. They're not serious about it. That's fine. I don't care. Deleted the fundraiser. Called Terry. Say, Terry, what you need to do this is this. What you really need to do is get your uh, PayPal account reactivated. I will put your uh, PayPal.me address on there. We can get your money right away. Um, when Terry calls in, we'll have Terry uh, explain why it is he's asking for some bucks. He's not asking for a lot. Basically, he's asking for a, what is that? Oh, okay. Update here. This is from Julie. Julie lives in Florida now. She made the cross-country trek a couple months ago. What was it last month? I think it was last month. Anyways, she lives in Florida now. She just texted me, and if you're on the CRN like page, the video feed, you'll see Hurricane Irma uh, was uh, developed up uh, into a hurricane. Well, it was a tropical depression, spun up into a Category 3 hurricane already. They are predicting... now. Mind you, they're predicting it's going to be a Category 5, and they, Julie's reporting that it's coming to Florida. Hurricane Andrew was a Category 5, and the devastation was just incredible. By oh, She says Monday. She'll be there by Monday. So, basically in 72 hours, Julie's about to experience her first hurricane. So... Julie's also, bless her heart, is trying to deliver supplies to the uh, hurricane zone over in Texas. So we'll get her on the line and whatnot. She can explain to you what she needs. She, too, is probably going to need some funding for gas and whatnot, like Terry. Terry has food, water, and all that stuff. What he needs is gas money to go from place to place. So 
um, let's get a, what we could do is this: we we could set up two fundraisers. Now, uh, if Julie has a PayPal account, and I, and I and I don't know if she does or not, we will sit here, and if necessary, we will. You know, I hope that you know myself and you, my listeners. Go ahead, and we can spin up some gas money for these people, because they are, after all, doing what they can to help out others in need. So, um, so tomorrow, and hopefully, what I what I'd like to do is this: if I can get Terry off his ass and get done and he's what Julie says, she doesn't want any fundraising. Julie, you're going to need it if it's a Category Five headed towards you, sweetheart. You're going to need it. Yes, yes, yes. So what I'd like to do is this. If I can get Terry off his ass to get his PayPal account reactivated or whatever it is he needs to do, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I will match dollar for dollar the first hundred bucks. All right. That's to get Terry some gas money. Julie's going to need some gas money to deliver uh, a truckload of stuff. Uh, Get her called in. That'd be great. She can tell you herself. And Julie hates doing things where she, quote, unquote, benefits from it. Giving you gas money is not you benefiting from it. Us giving you gas money is a way for us to help without getting in the way. Does that make sense to you? So, anyways, that's where we're standing right now. Let me do this. Um, (laughs) Tim's going to be calling in in about five minutes. Let me uh, call up Terry's number here. See if I can get him on right after Tim. Now, the way my luck runs is this. This is what usually happens. I'll have Tim call in five minutes like he said he will. If Tim says he's calling in five minutes, he is. Terry will call because, well, that's what Terry does. He just calls. There are times I think Terry gets bored with life, and he calls me at 1.30 in the morning. Why? I don't know. He just wants to chat. So, Terry, it's 1.30. I know. Okay. And then I let him go. Hey, we got a listener. We got a first-time listener here on the radio show tonight. A very good friend of mine, one of my former partners. His sister is from Mississippi, and her name is Helen. Hi, Helen. Glad you're here, dear. And Tim says he's finishing up dinner. Helen is also. I met Helen. I got to tell you, Helen is one of the nicest people you will ever, ever meet. Unlike her brother, who is my partner, who is somewhat on the sociopathic side, but still stable enough to, you know, they gave him a badge and a gun like they did me. But just the same, um, Helen is very nice, smart woman, knows her stuff. I met her when I was down there in Mississippi, had a great time uh, with her and her. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't remember if she's married. I don't think she's married. I think it's her boyfriend. Anyways, so. And Julie blew me off on her cross-country trip. I said, hey, swing by Illinois. You know, I will take care of whatnot. And Julie just, you know, ignored me, ignored Terry as she blew through Missouri. You know, thanks, dear. Appreciate it. Lots of love there. Lots of love. It is what it is. So tonight, no topics are really off limit tonight. I know. Let's face it. We are all hurricane. We're all hurricaned out. It's always on the news. The weather channel is 24-7. There is no other weather going on anywhere in the country except there. So, with that said, I get it. 
So like I said, so tonight, open topics. As long as it has to do with prepper and patriot issues, I'm good with that. So, on the other hand, oh, and uh, Austin Hebert. Austin also lives, I believe, yeah, he lives outside Houston. Last uh, couple days ago, I asked what his status was. He's doing fine. He was out on the boat rescuing people, and he came back. Somebody had stolen the lug nuts off his truck. Punk thing to do. You know, and it seems to me there's always a certain segment of society, a particular segment of society, who doesn't know how to behave. People are trying to help. Yeah, no, we got to steal. We got to loot. We got to be thieves and thugs as much as possible. Always. Always. A particular segment of society just doesn't get it. Whether they're sociopaths or whether antisocial types, whatever the reason, there's always an excuse why they do what they do. Personally, I don't care. And with Terry telling me that the Cajun Navy will no longer go into Texas, they're not going to worry about Louisiana, I get it. I understand it. And it's very unfortunate that it's come down to that. But unless they're going to be able to shoot back, why the hell should you be a floating target for anybody? It is true. It's been, it has not been widely reported. Uh, Terry and I talked, uh, posted about it three days ago. Leftist terrorist organizations, Antifa and all the other little thugs that you know, run around under that umbrella, are delaying, disrupting, doing whatever they can, the flow of relief supplies into Texas. And you're saying, well, why would anyone do that? Well, let me, let me tell you, this is, when, you, when I tell you this, you're going to want to go right through your computer and slap whoever thinks this is the right thing to do. Because Texas went to President Trump in the election last November, and therefore they should be punished. So based on that logic, as if there is any, that would mean that Katrina was punishment for New Orleans for going for Obama. Granted, I do not think that, but that is that would, that would be their logic, their reasoning. I know. I see Chris, first-time listener. The better half of Helen has also joined in. Hey, Chris, how's it going, guy? Glad you're here tonight. And Gary... Uh, Gary and, like I said at the beginning of the show, <laughs> uh, Helen says, douchebaggery. You get a gold star. That's a new word. I like that, douchebaggery. Texas went to Trump, but Houston is blue. That is correct. Stupid breeds stupid. And they keep on doing it. It never ends. Now, true, that means that there are some people who have uh, you know, particular you know, careers, long-term careers, because they keep procreating and making more just like them. But anyways, that is why the Cajun Navy has decided that they will no longer do the Texas thing. They're going to stay on their side of the line. That's true. All right, who we got here? Me. Uh, Who's me? Me. Who's me? Jury. Jules, if you don't you? recognize my number by now, it's, <laughs> I'm doing okay. Okay, what's, what's, 
what's what's the story? What are you doing? Right now, I'm still on hold. I have I'm a member of many um, disaster teams, and I got notified that they need nurses down there, and they're trying to check credentials so they can get us down to Texas without a Texas nursing license. You don't um, need one. I'm, I don't need one, but they have to if, – if I'm working for Texas, I have to have a waiver. If I just drive over there and do it, I don't. Okay, um, right. And if you if you go under the auspices of FEMA, you go without no problem. So there. Right. And if I go with the other team, they will pay for supplies as long as I take it down there. Um, but my issue with that is, like you were talking about the the Cajun Navy. Right. right. Um, lone female pickup truck full of supplies tootling my way merrily down the highway um, and I can't carry and I can't you know what I'm pretty much a, a moving smorgasbord and so I would have to meet up with somebody and I'm trying to determine uh, which is which is better because if I go down and I work in Texas under the auspices of Texas or Harvey, then I can get uh, my nursing license transferred here to Florida fairly easily, um, which is a big bonus for me. But now with the third monkey wrench being Irma and uh-huh. Red Cross be overwhelmed, FEMA's overwhelmed, everybody's going that route, and now we're going to have a secondary that over on this side, I'm wondering if maybe I should just buckle down and wait it out here because there's going to be all the stuff at home that's going to need help. Well, and, and that's a very good point, but I would wait a couple of days so they can determine the path for sure. Mm-hmm. You know. And because and they're going to be torn in two directions and they're sending all the nurses over there, all the Red Cross is there, all the money's going over there, and then all of a sudden they're going to have to split their uh, forces, and they've never had to do that. Well, at some point in time, they're going to have to learn to deal with it. Uh, All right. Area code 704, so, who is it? Hey, it's Tim from North Carolina, stuck in Pasadena, yeah. Texas. Tim is in Pasadena, Texas. You got any words for Julie? Um, Honestly, I would stay home. If you're going to do the solo drive thing, Unless you can get in with the nurses, I would I would stay there. I would would not even attempt it. You're going to get as far as Lake Charles, maybe to Beaumont, and then you're still stuck if you're coming in I-10. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, we and they were closed up to Beaumont yesterday, so. Well, they evacuated the Beaumont Hospital this afternoon because their fresh water supply went down, so they evacuated the Beaumont Hospital. Can we pile some more shit on the plate? I don't think we have enough. Uh, you guys have heard about the uh, the chemical company in Crosby that's been exploding. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's that's another thing. They lost power 
whatever I'm not sure exactly sure what they're making there, but whatever it needs needs constant refrigeration. As soon as right. it comes up to uh, ambient temperature, things tend to go kaboom. Okay, so I got I got an idea. Hear me out. Stay away from the fucking chemical can. Okay, stay away from it. <laughs> Bad juju is coming down there. Do not go. If you don't have a chemical engineering degree, stay the hell away from there. Period. I'm just saying. Uh, two, to, two to three days ago, about 10 miles from here, heading east along the uh, bay, heading out to Galveston, one of the companies had a uh, some sort of sulfuric acid leak with fumes spilling out. They had to evacuate immediate homes over there, too. Right. All while this is going down. Mm. Excellent. Excellent. Can we pile some more crap on the plate? I do. I know. I know. I, I believe we got Gary on the line too. Gary, you here? Yes, I'm here. How are things in your neck of the woods there? Uh, actually, pretty good. We only got uh, I'm gonna say between ten and twelve inches of rain, and that was it. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're already saturated. That just made it a little more saturated, but very few power outages as far as in our area. So, very few. Now, Tim, your father-in-law was a prepper. Is that true? Yes. Yes, he We We're pretty well said here. So you're good to go. You've got no issues. I mean, we've made a couple of trips to Walmart and things like that, just for some odds and ends. My wife was ill. Um, so, But a lot, of, a lot of stuff that we did have at his uh, BOL. So, okay. you know, okay. at, at, the, at the house, there, there wasn't – a, a whole lot here, but you know, this we'd be comfortable. I mean, we're making pancakes. It would have been good to make like cinnamon and sugar pancakes, but there was no cinnamon here. So things like oh, that. Oh, you're roughing it. You're roughing it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're roughing it in Pasadena, Texas. Oh, uh, we got another first time listener, Melody Warner. Melody, how are you? I'm glad another coworker has joined. Glad she's here. Oh, wait, who else we got here? We got this, I got that. Now, Tim, how much longer are you going to be able to stay down in Pasadena? Um, I've got to get back to work. My son's already missed a week. Well, he'll be missing a full week of school. We plan on leaving Sunday morning. It looks like we get a route out, even if we get ahead up to Dallas, and then uh, almost to Dallas, and then start heading east to get okay. to, you know, probably take a by 20 and then get to Atlanta and 85 back to Charlotte. Now, how, how do you plan to get out of Houston, or the Houston area? What route are you um, planning on? It looks, like, it looks like we get enough roads to get out. I mean, we're not that far from downtown. We're just inside the outer beltway. Mm-hmm. And it looks like we can follow that right up to I-45 and shoot north. Okay. Very good. Excellent. Um, Excellent. So- you know, Julie, I think it's the opinion of uh, some of our more esteemed listeners you stay put. If Irma spins up to a cat five, and I've, and I, this is true, this is true, I swear. Uh, I got a message, and you know, I'm, I'm doing the Facebook thing. I'm looking for stuff to talk about tonight. It's like, okay, what's this? What's this? And then they say, oh, tropical depression, Irma. Okay, great. It wasn't like 45 minutes later. It's a category three. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. And then, but it's and, about a week away, I think. Right, and then and then I get it from you saying they're talking about this thing spinning up to a Cat Five. Last time a Cat Five in Florida was Andrew. 
And that was in the early 90s, like 91 and 92, I think. And that was just devastating, absolutely devastating. So you might do well to stand, you know. I'm right. And I'm wondering if, you know, people want to donate. They can choose, like you were saying, to help Terry right now, but know that they may need it from this side. Not me. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying the the people may need it over here, too. Mm-hmm. And if you're on the side on the Atlantic coast or where you might get affected by this, you guys need to start making your plans now and don't be like them over there and say, oh, you know, it's going to okay. rain, but we'll be okay. And then they will no. play the same day. You know, we're, we need to know nobody's here. Well, because there's 100,000 other people that need to help too. All right, I had to put Julie on hold. Her signal's fading in and out. We'll get back to Julie in a minute. Um, as soon as we'll, we'll check Julie back in a second. Let her finish. All right. For you people you know, that are living that you know are, po- are living in a possible Cat Five zone, when the big government says, you know, the state government or the federal government say you need to evacuate, you should probably leave. And then the mayor of your town says, nope, go ahead and stay put. I suggest you tell him to, well, you don't have to tell him. No, forget it. You can tell him to stick it up his ass or get the hell out of there. Don't stick around if a Cat 5 hurricane comes rolling because you may or may not survive. That's what I'm saying. All right, let's get back to Julie. Julie, how's your signal, dear? Is it better? I don't know. I didn't know it was fading out until you muted me. (laughs) Yeah, well, you sound much better. So continue what you're saying. I don't remember where you muted me now. I'm just, oh, I know what I was saying is, by all means, you know, if people want to donate, send Terry some help. But start Uh considering that they may need it on this side, too. And I just read that Prince Harry and uh, Prince William, or Prince William and Harry, his brother Harry, just donated a hundred million dollars over there. I don't know if it's true or not. I didn't check the source, but um, they're it's going tough. to need it over here. And like I was saying, if you're in the route of this, don't wait until the last minute. You know, get no, your stuff. Right. Do what you need to do because there's not there's going to be even less help for the second one because if, they're not going to be able to split their forces. And that I'm uh, sorry, you know what? no, you're right. There's a possibility, but they should have already pre-planned for this possibility. They should have pre do it once. They should have already pre-planned for the possibility of having two disasters going at the same time. If they don't, they call that poor planning. Go ahead. Well, they they can't even handle this. They actually put a public announcement out that anybody who can help, please come and help because they are so overwhelmed they cannot handle this. That's right. Tim, Tim, did you have something you wanted to say? Um, Or was that I I got plenty. I, I got plenty to go. Well, fire away. I got time. Um, one of the 
one of the things I noticed down here is, you know, how quickly this crept up. Uh, you know, Tuesday, we're, you know, cleaning things up and taking care of stuff here around the house that, that my father-in-law left and mm-hmm. you know, trying to get uh, all the deals with this squared away. And then Friday, you know, bam, we're getting hit with a Category 4. I mean, while we're getting hit with the outer bands of the Category 4, we were where we were was coming in at, a, you know, tropical storm strength winds. Um, got a phone call from one of her cousins that lived right up the road, one of my wife's cousins that lived right up the road. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they had some previous roof damage, you know, starting to seep through. So me and right. my son are up on top of her roof in 35-mile-an-hour 35 35 wind, sideways-driven rain, uh, trying to set tops up up there to keep them dry. Um, so it, mm-hmm. it just hits so fast. And, All right, let uh, me ask you this. All right, because you, you you answered the question before you even had a chance to even ask it. How soon did did the warning go out versus that the storm showed up? Um, we were talking about it on Tuesday, and yeah, and including myself, everybody was just kind of brushing it off, like, yeah, this is going to be it's over exaggerated. You know, it's the boy who cried wolf syndrome. Right, right, right. Because they always talk about how bad these storms are. They come up and there's nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the flooding and and you know, Houston got got hit with the rain. I mean, fifty inches of rain in like two days. Just un- unbelievable amounts of water, and this place is flat. It's it's. I mean, it's not below sea level like uh, like New Orleans, but it, it's just plain flat. We're 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 really blessed where we are. I mean, we have some free time. We never lost cable. Never lost electricity. And, you know, I'm, I'm going online and finding all these old topographical maps of the city from the 60s and the, the 50s. Yeah. And just kind of, just kind of analyzing. Because when they started talking about these uh, levees breaking on, on a couple of the uh, reservoirs that feed into the bayous that run right through Houston, yes. uh, which, empty out into, which empty out into the ship channel, which is about three and a half miles from us, I'm starting to study, all right, how far are we above the, the ship channel and just starting to look at things, and I felt pretty good after after what I saw. But on these old maps, all these yeah. areas that used to be labeled as floodplain or water yeah. retention areas, you yeah. look at Google Maps now, and they are all um, they're all neighborhoods, and oh. they're all neighborhoods that are underwater right now. Right. Yeah. All the uh, all the building that's gone on with not much care as to where they're putting it is is it buildable ground is it is it you know is it actual swamp if it is fill it in and you know slap some houses in there there's so much growth that has gone up in this this area where we are is an older suburb of Houston and I got to say the drainage here was awesome um, at, only at one point early Sunday morning did we have any threat of water coming into the house. All right. And it came up, and as soon as it was, it was literally inches away from coming in. And then there was a that band that was going past us in the hurricane subsided, and literally you could watch the water recede back down. And it never got to that point again. Oh. All right, Gary. Ah, there you are. Yep, you I muted myself. You had uh, Terry as your guest last yep. night, correct? Yes, 
I did. It was very. It was a very enjoyable evening and morning. Okay, very good. Very nice what, man. Oh, yeah. He. I got to tell you something. What you see and what you hear with Terry is what you get. Oh, you're right. Man, man is honorable, integrity. He says he's going to do something. He's going to do it. Uh, his wife is the same way. Very. Yeah, we were, we were talk, we were up talking until one o'clock this morning. Oh, that Did explains. Did he tell you that he and have me talk to his wife because she was like, "Why are you seeing this woman in Louisiana?" Well, I've said and, that many. Do what now? I'm sorry. I said, "Did he tell you that he had to call me and have me talk to his wife?" So I could explain why he was meeting me in Louisiana, another woman. <laughs> yeah. So, but, uh, I'm just surprised he's still bleeding, to tell the truth. <laughs> I am surprised he has not, she has not murdered him in his sleep. <laughs> I told her that. I told her, I said, how is it that you haven't killed him yet? She goes, oh, did they? It's, there's always time. I said, okay, fair enough. Yeah, you know, I, I met him. I met him up at uh, Natchitoches, and yeah. uh, he was following me in, and I called him about five miles from where we was going to stay at in yeah. my place. And, and, of course, we live in the woods a long ways. Mm-hmm. And I called him, and I said, hey, look, I said, we got about another five miles. And he goes, crap. He goes, is this a one-way ride? <laughs> And then then this morning I asked him, I said, you get a good night's sleep? He said, yeah, once I realized I was safe I slept like a baby (laughs) (laughs) Let me see see if I can't get hold of Terry here See if we can get them online. So public consensus is I need to stay put. Is that correct? I would. I would stay put if you got another one down. I think that would be a smart idea. I think. Okay. Come on, Terry. Answer the phone. I know. I just I talked to him about an hour ago, so I know he's there. He's at Lake Charles. I know that. Yeah, I was talking to him when you called him. Oh, Howdy, this is Terry Koss. I didn't get your phone call, but please leave a message, and I will call <laughs> you back. God bless. Have a good Missouri day. Okay, Terry. Please record your message. At the end of your message, press 1. <laughs> hey, man. Tried calling you during the show. You once again let me down. You let the listeners down. If your head is not hanging down in shame... Do it now, and give us a call back. Talk to you later. We'll let, we'll let him off the hook because we know where he's at. Um, he said right now that the Cajun Navy is doing nothing. They're just sitting there. So, And he says, if I can't do anything, he's packing it up and he's heading west into uh, Beaumont. So we'll see what happens with it. I don't know. 
Well, I know there were some guys from the Cajun Navy that got over this way um, a couple days ago. Let's see, today's Thursday, Tuesday, I believe. Yeah, um, they, yeah, they got some, held up. Well, some of them made them um, to the neighborhood just east of here. Um, me and my son took a donation of uh, clothes over, and they had been to uh, – well, first, first we went to Salvation Army. And I've always heard great things about Salvation Army. It completely unorganized. No one knew what was going on. Um, I told them what we had for a donation. They're like, we don't know what to do with it. Um, so uh-huh. called my uh-huh. wife. She got on the computer and brought them to the First Baptist Church in Deer Park, which is the next uh, town, next city over. Right. And we got there. The place was humming. All right? they, and they had some guys from the Cajun Navy that they were housing there. Um, now, they were probably about 12 boats on trailers. These guys are just finishing up breakfast and getting ready to head out for the day. Okay. Um, and then and actually there, there were also guys coming in and the place was humming. Everybody knew what, what needed to be done, uh, guided us right through where to bring the clothes and drop stuff off, offered us, uh, you know, if we needed anything. And then, uh, you know, also, you know, we helped out for a couple of minutes, sorting through some clothes and that, but, my wife yeah. was still uh, battling, uh, you know, she, she was sick uh, with uh, fever and uh, a very bad, uh, I guess, uh, maybe strep infection. I don't know. We right. managed to get some antibiotics for her, and she was uh, doing better. But, you know, I, I wanted to stay and do more, but, you know, we had to get back here. You know, she was by herself. Um, you have a big difference. I, I In a lot of the churches around here have just been opening up their doors and, you know, small churches. I've heard all the stuff about, uh, um, what's his name, Joe Holstein. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't, I have no clue what's going on there. Uh, um, and nor do you all care. the small churches, exactly. All the small churches, man, these people are, are you drive by and, you know, there's just a, a humming of activity going around there and they're getting things done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. So the mark of a of a good organization is how well it functions. And if you're sh- and if you have dysfunction showing, that means you have a crisis in leadership. And that's what it sounds like is going on with Salvation Army down there. It sounds like they're having a crisis in leadership because no one can figure out what to do, when, where, or how. Or, this or, is or, Salvation Army is actually catching a hard time because they're not sure where all their money's going either. That on the news Red Cross has the same issue. If you remember back in Katrina, was it Katrina or Sandy? It got out. I think maybe, I think it was maybe Sandy. In fact, I'm not just thinking about it. it. Probably was when Sandy hit. There was an. It got out that all the donations that everybody thought they were giving for Sandy, way wrong answer, was going to the American Red Cross General Fund, which means which means that. That was the fund they used to pay salaries and their hotel bills and dinners and whatever else the hell they do. All right. It was after that, the Red Cross you know, caught really backlash and they said, okay, we're going to create a fund and all the money started going in there. Well, it looks like they've done it again. It looks like they had all the money supposed to go into Harvey is going into their general fund. So there you have it. There it is. So. Oh, the, the first news the first news conference that the mayor of Houston did. Oh, that bastard! He owes he owes an explanation. 
this guy had a total deer in the headlights look. It was unbelievable. Well, what do you expect? He's the one that told the people to stay put. The governor says, get out. He says, stay put. People said him. People die. Right. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, he's got, you know, he needs to be held accountable. Just like anybody else in their job. If you screw up, you must be held accountable. You screw up. So. Well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think if people, if he did declare an evacuation of the city, he did not. I, it really, yeah, but if he did, I think the casualties would have been surpassed, way surpassed what we, what, what we actually had here. Um, you would have had roads. You would have had roads full of cars being washed away, not just a couple here or there. No, and therein lies the rub. You're absolutely right. Now, for example, people in Florida have got an early bird warning. Irma's coming. They expect it to be a Cat 5. They need to start making plans now and executing those plans in a fairly short while. If you wait to the last minute, yes, those that wait in the last minute are usually the ones that will end up injured and or dead. Now, I can't believe anybody that lived through Hurricane Andrew want to go through another Cat 5 storm in their life. So, and and Julie's living inland. She's not living on the coast. So, you know, you're going to, you know, she's going to see some interesting stuff if that comes to fruition. Julie, do you have a storm shelter you can go to? Oh, Julie dropped. Oh, shame on her. She will have to be punished later. Hey, we have another first-time listener in tonight, Low Paired Galoot. Low Paired, are you on the road, man? I hope he is. Let's find out what we've got. Hope he's on the road. He gets a call from the road. You know, as a truck driver, he sees a lot of stuff. He's kind of like Brandon. These guys see a lot of stuff. And very rarely does anybody ever use these guys for intel. Hey, what's going on there? What, what are you seeing? What's happening? Very rarely. And these guys are up and down the roads all the time, everywhere. Just something to think about. That's all. All right. I was hoping we could find out from Julie whether she had... <laughs> Julie probably decided, I'm getting off the phone. I got to make my own storm plans now. So hopefully we, you know, she'll call back when she gets a minute. Uh, Gary. Yes. Is there, still, is there still a state of emergency in Louisiana, or has that been rescinded? I, I think that's lifted, but they did open up the uh, LSU Ag Center for it. It'll house, I think they said, 2,500 people, and it'll hold 400 people that are sick and that need medical attention. And it's people coming from Texas that are getting put there. All right. And they actually came on through and asked for donations for, like, toilet paper and mm-hmm. uh, baby wipes, you know, dry goods, that kind of stuff to pass out because they had so many people. They said people who actually – Got on buses with wet clothes, so there's a lot of people that didn't even have dry clothes. So they they said anybody with used clothes that could drop them off, they'd even appreciate it. So, all right, we got another first time listener in tonight, John S from Houston. 
also referred to as, we know him as Cyber Patriot. He's here on the video feed. Uh, just got a message from Julie. She dropped her phone, which means she probably fell asleep and dropped her phone. I'm, I don't know. Love the girl, but damn it. Stay awake for the show. I'm not asking that much. So, in the meantime, so Tim will be taking off soon. Now, Tim, what are you going to do about security for your father-in-law's house? Um, last uh, last week we had a full system installed, and actually, one of uh, my wife's cousins is going to be uh, kind of moving in here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so it'll very... still be occupied. All right, very good. Are you going to leave the uh, prepper supplies there? Or are you going to take uh, and choose which ones you're taking with you, or what? Yeah, pretty much. I'm not condemning we, it. I'm asking. Yeah, we're, we're going to take you know some stuff back. All right. Cyber Patriot and, is in, uh, Cyber Patriot's in Houston. He just got home after eight days, and he's choosing to spend a little bit of time with us tonight. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, in the meantime, very so Tim's going to be. Hey, puppy. And, of course, the Belgian Malinois has joined me in the studio, so he always gets a free pass in here. So, basically, you're going to be, you know, your you know, supply catch is going to be getting some additional acquisitions. That's good. Don't let that go to waste. All right. Gary, what say you? Yes. What say yeah. you, sir? Thank you. I'm sorry. What say you? What would you like to add? Well, it's like uh, we got this other storm coming. People definitely need to keep their preparedness up and going. 100%. And, uh, and uh, they need to learn from what happened in Houston on what could happen there, you know. It's nothing to play around with, folks. If you, you know, and, and it's not the storm that kills people. It's the water hazards afterwards. Case in point, you watch some of these people walking in, 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 the, in the flood zone, they can't see where they're stepping. I mean, you don't know what you're stepping on, where you're stepping, where you'll end up. You know, it, That in itself is, is problematic. So, you know, you've got injuries like that. Something to think about. And you're absolutely right, Gary. If you're in Florida, now's the time to start thinking about what if this Category 5 storm, you know, you know, right now it's a Category well, are, Even on our weather, our local weather, they're talking about that drop of the storm because they said we could still receive rains from that storm when it hits. Even oh, depending yeah. where it hits at, we get rains from it. Mm-hmm. On top of the rains we've already hot gotten. See, we had, we've been having rains for, gosh, almost a month before this storm even came in this last one. So, I mean, we're already saturated as it is. And trees are just falling down. The fact the power outages again from just trees just being from the ground being so wet they just fall over. Of course it doesn't affect me but it affects everybody else around me, you know. So No, no I get it. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's uh you know, I had a guy down the road that their power got knocked out and they don't even know why their power was out, but luckily it was only out for the day, so right. Hey <clears throat> Terry Cos. You might just sneak in with 12 minutes to go. What's happening, man? Talk to us. <laughs> I got this voicemail over there trying to make me feel bad. 
Hey, how you guys doing? It's your educated hillbilly from Missouri, but now in Louisiana. Lake Charles, Louisiana. You staying dry, Terry? We're going to have to give him a new nickname and call him Speedy, I guess. Oh, man, no, no. He ain't talking about that. Don't say that. Don't say that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just getting hard. My my wife might find out. Terry, you plan on I, uh, tomorrow or are you going to stick around? What is it you're going to do? Well, tonight, tonight I'm just kind of settling in here. We're at St. Charles uh, Community Center. They've got a uh, big Red Cross thing going on here, and um, they got showers. they got sleeping places. It's actually decently organized. I've seen worse, and this one's all right. Um, they got a lot of people just milling around and, um, I'm hooked up with the Cajun Navy, just a bunch of guys out here trying to organize with boats and stuff. And, um, and, and one of these guys, one of these guys has one of those big air boats, you know, the big flat boat with a fan in the back. Yeah. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to, I'm going to hook it up with him tomorrow. That's okay. going to be so awesome because I, I said, man, I ain't never ridden one of these things. It's huge. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be so awesome. So, like, uh, you know, they right now the, the we are kind of like in a, in a hold pattern. Uh, they're pulling some guys out that were out with their boats and all, but they're kind of stranded. So they had to go out there and get them with a bunch of fuel and haul them back here. They're kind of regrouping and coming up with a new game plan for them. And now they got reports of saying that there's another hurricane coming right here. Well, they're not sure yet, Terry. It's still way out in the Atlantic. It's it's a Category 3 now. Uh, Julie called in earlier. She said they're, they're predicting at this point in time, obviously the predictions can change. They're predicting it's going to uh, hit Florida as a Cat Five. But in the Mex in the Gulf of Mexico, right? Didn't specify. No, right now, right now the hurricane is off of uh, um, Puerto Rico, uh, east of Puerto Rico, with the uh, cone heading towards Puerto Rico, Cuba, and possibly a turn to go north uh, on the east side of Florida. That's what I okay. thought before these guys were talking about there's going to be another one coming here. Man, they, like, they, who knows? I, I think I, sometimes sometimes you just got to get the right scuttlebutt. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a Navy term. I'm in the Navy now. I'm in the Cajun Navy. You're okay. <laughs> Never mind. That's, okay. <laughs> All right, well, but I, but I, you need to find a way to get Terry some gas money. He's going to need gas money. Um, I told Terry to, you know, try and figure out something. Terry, do me a favor and tell him why you need the gas money. Uh, you know, you, you sat there. Well, you, I mean, you put in a passion plea on Facebook on your time, on your page. And, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, that plea, that's like hat in hand, you know. I mean, me personally, 
you know you know how they how some guys are they will do a lot but it's hard for them to ask you know it's hard to ask for help or something i'm kind of like that i'm i mean i'm i feel humbled that one of my buddies is going to take care of my grass while i'm gone you know what i mean i mean somebody might think that it's not a big deal but i you know he's going to be cutting like about 2 acres of grass easy uh two two to three to three acres of grass and I'm humbled that he's gonna help me out. Um uh-huh. I'm not I'm not one to ask for money. I've never been comfortable asking for money from anybody. But I just thought maybe I'll give it a shot this time. Uh I've been kinda tight because I've been handling a lot of other things this summer. But um but the fuel uh Coming down, the gas prices went from 205 back in Missouri, and the last I hit here, it hit. What was that? I told you, John. 249. 249. And uh, 249, and I saw 229. And uh, yeah, 229. And um, you know, um, it adds up. Food, water, shelter. Don't worry about that. I I can easily take care of myself, to be honest. But it's just the fuel costs and stuff, right? And do, uh, just operational stuff. And then while I'm down here, I'll just I'm just gonna work it, you know. Well, my question is, how are people supposed to get money to you? Right, I'm gonna have to set up a new PayPal account because I obviously cannot get into my old one. Maybe it's too old, not being used or something, but um, I'm going to have to set up a new PayPal account. And um, so I will get that. That way we can well, I'll handle tell you it what. some way. Personally, I want to, you know, personally, I, I, uh, I didn't want people to give money straight to me. I wanted it to go through a charitable organization. Uh-huh. Um that way, there's kind of like a check and balances. I mean, to be honest, people have everybody has a, a le- some level of skepticism when you're talking about handing money out to a guy. Yes, I know. And my personal friends, they know me. They right. they know who I am. But most of our, all of our listeners, most other people that we're talking about here, they really don't know me. They don't know you really. I mean, they listen to us and all, but do they really know you to be handing out some money? I mean, I'm just saying. Right. So I understand people be skeptical about that stuff. So checks and balances um, is important. Well, like all my gas, I just use one card, one, one, um, one card, and then I can easily add it all up. That's how I'm keeping track of my expenses. Right. Okay. Have you been able to hook up with, uh, any charitable organization down there? For that purpose, no. I mean, like like to accept money in my name. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not here. No, they don't know me either. So it's kind of hard to come up to somebody saying, "Hey, can you collect some money for me?" <laughs> Why not? Maybe a it church. Be, it might I be know. Just that. Yeah. Explain to them. I need some accountability. Coming in, and I'd rather have, you know, if I put the organization, you know, and see what they have to say. What's the worst they could say? No. Well, I'll tell you what. If anybody does want to question it, I'm not going to feel bad. If they want to right. see 
the uh, transactions, I will be able to show it. Okay. Obviously, cannot show it now because I had to. I have to go like back home to my bank and go to the bank and ask them for transaction. Uh, you know, like the last month statements type thing, mm-hmm. and uh, then I can show you. Um, but um, but yeah, if anybody does want to question that, you know what, I'm going to entertain that. Absolutely. I'm not going to be. It's not going to hurt my feelings at all. I will. Go, I will gladly hand it up, hand over that information. There you go. Well, so, I'll tell you, um, yeah. What I can do is this. My bank is, I, I bank with Chase, and they have an ability for me to email you money. And what I'll do is I will do that first thing tomorrow. You just have, you just have, to, follow, you just have to follow whatever directions their email says. I've, I've sent money that way to many people that way. And if I believe I believe it should go right into your account almost instantly. So, anyways, that's why right. I do the most. Okay. I tell you One million dollars. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> I'll send it. But yeah, anyways, if anybody does, if anybody does donate to it, you know, I mean, I'm not expecting anything from anybody. But if anybody does donate, I mean, genuinely. I am grateful. I am truly grateful for anything. I mean, it could be a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever you want it to do. I mean, I, I'm 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 grateful. Last night, I spent the night with Gary Mole, our uh, our our local our uh, Louisiana Louisiana solar man, oh, and he, he was he was extremely generous and and hospitable and his family is beautiful family. And, um, they, they fed me gumbo and rice and it was awesome. <laughs> gave me a, they gave me a hot meal and a bed to sleep in. I was very comfortable. I felt safe and welcomed and it, it was just truly awesome. I mean, Gary Moe is the kind of guy I'd like to have as a neighbor, uh-huh. you know, I got and, uh, 90 seconds left, guys. If you have called in okay. early, answered your phone when I called you. you have sorry, my wife called me. Sorry, my wife called me, and <laughs> mommy has priority. I don't know. Negative, wrong answer. Again. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. It's Miller time, so uh, I'll, sleep. I'll sleep fine tonight. All right. I want to thank everybody for listening. I got sixty less than 60 seconds left. I want to thank everybody for, that called in. Tim, Julie, Gary, and of course, Gary, thanks for calling in. For all you first-time listeners, thank you. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. hope you enjoyed the show. And we'll put this hey, on YouTube as well. Go ahead. I'll just say, if anybody also wants to donate money to Terry and I can't figure out how to do it, they can easily take his name, and you can go to Walmart and donate money, and he can go to any Walmart, and they can they can email, uh, send him a text message with the number on it, and go to any Walmart and collect the money. There you go. I'll look into that. That's wow. a good idea. That's a good I idea. I never knew that. Yes, right. I, I that, didn't is, know. that is a good idea because there's Walmarts everywhere. Yes, and all they have to do is you get to my nation save the number. I've received the number. I text you that number, and you go to Walmart and give it to them and verify it, and they hand you the gas. Cool. All right, then. We're, we're done. Have a good night. Thanks for listening. Be back Sunday night. Have a good night, you guys. Bye. Good night, guys. God bless. Bye bye.